Voices of the Valley, Episode 8. I'm here today with Nick Stolga, Marine student. How are you doing today, brother? I am doing pretty good today. You know, That's just good. getting some stuff together with interviews and whatnot, like always. Yeah. Yeah, we came up together in the journalism thing. Sort of, yeah. yeah. We did and the media writing together, helped yep. each other on a bunch of stories. That class was really fun. Actually. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, so what started your uh, interest in, like, um, news? Well, it's kind of like pure coincidence because mm-hmm. um, I had talked to my mom before my first semester at Moraine mm-hmm. um, and she kind of was thinking that, oh, your writing's really good and, you know, I, I do some, I write some poetry, I've written a few short stories and I've always been pretty good in English, English class mm-hmm. with that kind of stuff. Um, so she was saying, why don't you do something in writing? And so I talked to my uh, the advisor uh, lady and she had recommend that's the class she recommended for me because i was yeah. thinking more towards like a journalism you know path yeah and um she ended up selecting that class and i was like okay mm-hmm. i took took what she said and yeah. i ended up really enjoying it so you like writing in general like whether it be creative or newsworthy yeah i prefer like more creative like yeah i think poetry. as like young people we all kind of prefer the prefer the creative way yeah. yeah, I mean, it is still, I think it's still really good to have, like, what I'm doing now, news, and, like, to be able to get out, like, some actual facts yeah. to people and have people aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like, I I really find it a lot more entertaining to, you know, kind of, like, delve inside and, like, like what comes to mind, like, yeah. what, what's really in my head. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been listening, you know, I, I, I really like music, too, so that's yeah. kind of why I, do, I like to do poetry i can't play any instruments <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of sucks but that's okay um, i actually have a key i have a keyboard at my house mm-hmm. i took lessons in like 2018 2019 yeah and i quit after like three months because it's hard i was getting so frustrated yeah. like i learned all like the basics and he would have me do like this thing like where it's like Doon, 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 doon. And I was like, okay, this is easy. And then all of a sudden we started moving into like the entertainer and I was like, yeah. I cannot do this any longer. So <laughs> I scrapped that and I went back to it a few times, but mm-hmm. other than that, it just kind of sat stagnant in my room. Yeah. But um, I play a few instruments too. Like I play keyboard, I play guitar. The way I got started, though, was kind of funny, kind of cringy. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> I did it to impress a girl in high school. <laughs> I started playing keyboard. I, I didn't, I wasn't doing anything, mm-hmm. you know, in uh, high school. I did crew for drama. That was it. So, like, I built the sets for plays and oh, stuff. Okay. And there was this girl I liked that was in band. And I would always like go to the band class and there's all these guys that are like killing it on instruments, you know? And I was uh-huh. always like, oh man, how can I impress her? And then I <laughs> told my parents I wanted a keyboard for Christmas and the rest was history so how long did it take you to like really get into it you know man it took a long time that keyboard sat for a while yeah that's you know? how it's been with me uh yeah <laughs> so i've fun. never classic like went to go get lessons or uh-huh. anything i've always just done youtube videos you know okay. but uh i know like some stuff some songs i know how to play let it be uh, a little bit of hey jude you know so uh, the beatles yeah my dad was a big uh like classic rock kind of Mm -hmm. guy and so like there's a lot of like old rock songs i know how to play too but it's nothing crazy you know i just like like, a virtuoso like you're like playing those Mm -mm. i just love music in general yeah exactly (laughs) yeah yeah i i can't i've i've seen so many videos on youtube of like 
I was recently watching this one. It's um, this piece called Rush E. I don't know if you've heard about this, but it's like mm-hmm. it's this YouTube channel cre- does like these no- these videos where it's like the keyboard and the notes hit, and yeah. it shows where like the notes are coming in. And they did this one called Rush E, and it's supposed to be kind of like a joke because mm-hmm. it's impossible to play, and it it progressively gets harder and harder to the point where like every single key on the keyboard is being hit mm-hmm. and someone i was watching a cover of it um off of this this video it was like a youtube drama video mm-hmm. in the comments they were arguing back and forth about it and this guy yeah. finally put out his own rendition of rushy and it mm-hmm. was fantastic and i was like how can you how, how can people do that like yeah. i mean maybe it, to some people it doesn't look too difficult but it's, instruments are hard dude it's it's weird because in a musician's mind like a true professional mm-hmm. you could hear something and be able to play it just off of hearing it yeah i know you know and it's just mm-hmm. it's crazy like yeah playing by ear is just yeah that's it's true talent to like i don't know I, it's a weird thing that goes on in the brain when like you get that sound and you can like transform it into your fingers or yeah my way. my mom used to she used to play keyboard and mm-hmm. or piano and she took lessons for like eight years yeah and she said that you know she can still recall like some things but it's like over time she's just been like slowly and slowly forgetting so she knows like a few like of the really popular like little Mm -hmm. pieces to learn techniques and stuff but other than that she's like yeah this i I, yeah (laughs) you have to like keep at it in order to keep oh yeah you know being i mean like pretty much almost everything else yeah honestly like uh, um but music is is a crazy thing yeah i've I've been listening to recently. I've been doing this thing where, because um, I usually listen to music when I'm either coming to you know the co- college mm-hmm. or going to the gym or something. Yeah. While I'm driving, I'll put something on. And recently, I've been doing something where I've been just playing a whole album all the way through yeah. and just like listening to different albums. Um, and actually, like it's really, it's really interesting, like how like we just like. You know, a single comes out and we listen to that. Yeah. And there's so many other songs that just go completely discarded for most people. But when you, like, there's a few projects that when you listen to all the way through, like, it's like, wow, I can actually, like, listen to this and enjoy this and not want to, like, skip this. Exactly. I mean, it is hard to find an album. It's like like a more full experience. It is. And it really shows, like, it shows you, like, what was going on in the artist's mind, like, the creative process. And like you know how the instrumentation sounds if mm-hmm. it's you know if it's lighter or if it's like really heavy or whatever and i've been doing it with radiohead yeah <laughs> which that's actually, a great band to get started with um yeah I, I i haven't listened to a lot of radiohead i you know obviously mm-hmm. karma police creep yeah i'm not a big fan of creep but <laughs> karma police obviously I, I i do like that a bit mm-hmm. more but um yeah i was listening to their album kid a um and like there's some parts that like are kind of like you know, the yeah. same and kind of hard to get through. But for the most part, like, it's like, how did, like, how do you think of this? Like, yeah. there, and what I noticed about Radiohead is in their lyrics, they don't, there's not very many lyrics, but mm-hmm. the lyrics they do write are obviously like, you wouldn't know what they meant if you just listened to it a few times through, but obviously yeah. there's some deeper meaning. It's like, yeah, that's tough to do. Like most, most, uh, a lot of artists nowadays, at least, you know, rappers and whatnot are yeah. writing everything they think about. It's yes. hard to like narrow it down into like mm-hmm. those few things that you want to get across. Exactly. Like I feel like in hip hop and stuff, it's more of like a stream of consciousness kind of thing mm-hmm. where you're just kind of saying the next thing that comes out. Yeah. But w- to write a really good song, 
in like a singing sense, you have to be very poetic. Right. You know, it's and it's hard to do. I mean, I've written poems and stuff, but I've never been able to translate that into music. You know, it's hard to like bridge that gap. You know, yeah, something I've I've noticed when like writing poetry, like, and I do do a little bit of singing in my free time. Um, oh, at the gym, I'm not gonna lie. A lot you of people don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> a few people have come up to me, like, and it's been like two people have really? come up to me and be like, "Can you quiet down?" I'm like, "Okay." Oh um, my god! But gosh. other than that, there's not like for the Sing most part, your people heart just out, let bro. you. Sing your heart <laughs> people out. People just cares? let you do your thing for the most part. Yeah. Um, which is nice. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm just that's how I get hyped and motivated mm -hmm. for my workout or whatever. Um, but yeah, like I, I. I sing a little bit, but like what I've noticed is when I write a poem, like in my head, I can like sing it all the way through, but mm -hmm. then like I try to do it out loud. And it's like, so it's like tough to like keep it's it in hard. a rhythm. I'm like, yeah, you have to know the melody and it's a practiced like task, you know, yeah, you have to is. keep going at for it in order to make it sound good. And when I, you know, I sing too, but I usually sing in the car uh -huh. or in the shower. And I don't, I don't ever do it in public. I've never, I mean, I did choir, so I guess I did like do it on stage right. and stuff, but that was with a whole group of people. I've never gone up. Do you do a thing? I like daydream whenever I sing a song where I like, I'm in a band and I'm on stage and performing it. Do you daydream like that? Um, like, I guess sort of, like, Yeah. I'm kind of, well, actually what I used to do is I used to like, you know, uh, the, the shower, you know, on the shower door, mm -hmm. it's like one of those that is like fog, the glass fogs up so you can write on it. Yeah. And like, so I would like, <laughs> I would like pretend like I was on the radio and like I would like write the like my my made up band name or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I would write the song below it and I pretend like, <laughs> like I'd sing it and like pretend like I was on the radio. So like, do you remember any of the band names? I want to hear. Them. It was just there was one. It was one name. It was yeah. Grays. That was Grace. what I came up with. And it was always I would always be like this is the band Grays or whatever and this is my <laughs> song blah blah and then I'd sing it and then yeah but yeah I, I, I've done that for a long time in the shower I, I yeah. kind of stopped a little bit but still like yeah and I you know I I I would like to like put out like music but mm -hmm. it's hard when you don't know how to play any instruments mm -hmm. you know um but yeah like I I still go on like my vo voice memo sometimes yeah. and just like record myself singing without anything yeah. in the background and well, Sometimes even then, start with good. covers, you know, start with just you singing over a song yeah. and then just cut out the vocal part of that song. That. That's probably a good idea. Yeah, to get started. Exactly. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, I, I think at some point I'm hoping in the future I will like get the urge to actually pick up the keyboard and start playing because, mm -hmm. you know, I every once in a while, like it enters my mind again. I'm like, oh, maybe I should, you know, play a few play a quick, easy thing that I from you know, when I was taking lessons or whatever, mm -hmm. see how, how fluent I really am. And you know, every once in a while I do that, but it doesn't last very long. <laughs> it lasts like two or three minutes and yeah. then I'm done. Well, so I say start with, I don't know, if you take lessons, to, start, to me it feels like a chore. And when something starts mm -hmm. feeling like a chore, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. So I only really touch it when I really want to do it. And like, I mean, I want to do it all the time, so that's good, but I never want to like be classically trained. The only reason is because I don't want it to feel like a chore. I want my heart to be into it mm -hmm. more than my brain. But I guess I'm going to move slower that way. But I guess that's the way I want to do it, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, what about you? Um, I, you know, it was like the 
the main reason I stopped, you know, was because stopped going to lessons was I kind of, yeah, it, it sort of did feel like mm -hmm. a chore and the instructor was, I don't know, he just, it felt like we weren't really getting anywhere the way he yeah. was teaching me. And, um, but yeah, I, I don't, I, I felt like I was just kind of in, in some parts of the lesson, like my mind would be completely out of it, mm -hmm. like just dissociating from what I was doing. I was yeah. like, why is this not clicking with me? And he's like, you just have to take your time. You have to take, this might take a mm -hmm. few weeks. Um, but there were times when he would like be like, all right, are you on to this? And I'm like, I didn't do do my practicing for the week. I don't know. Yeah, that's like, a big thing too is the practicing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about you, but for me, because I did like three lessons, I think, that I paid for out of my own pocket okay. in like junior year of high school. Mm -hmm. And what was always so demoralizing was watching like a six-year-old kid walk in there and I hear him playing this grand fucking thing and I'm like oh my gosh and I walk in there and she's like okay play a C <laughs> you know, play yeah right I'm like oh my god yeah there would be that too when yeah. I, was, I was in there I would like across the hall or it was either across the hall or downstairs yeah. there's like a downstairs section where they would do like the guitar and then upstairs was like all the pianos and at one point, like, I would just hear, like, this, like, person just belting at the top of their lungs, like, yes. sounding great and, like, playing these, like, yeah. crazy chords. I'm like, yeah, it's it's going to be a long time coming mm -hmm. for that. <laughs> yeah. It was always part of me where I wish I started younger. Uh -huh. But, I mean, I'm young now and I got to, if you want to start doing it, now's the time. Because I feel like the further we get in our careers, the more we are going to lose that time to practice that kind of thing. Yeah, and I think not only, like, over time you lose it's not that you're losing the time but like the motivation like slowly goes away mm -hmm. like it's been so long since I like tried this last like what's the point of even doing this mm -hmm. so I mean if I were to like actually get back into it it'd have to be I, mm -hmm. I'm, I can't like wait like three years because at that point it's gonna be like I I forgot about yeah. it it's past me now you have to like really get into it soon mm -hmm. you know so that I don't know you can actually like have, I guess it feels like you have a reason to, to do it instead yeah. of just brushing it off for that long. Exactly. So, but like that for, for me, it was like, like I swam all through high school. Okay. Um, minus junior year. Um, but And then like now that there's no team at Moraine, it's like. There's no swim team here. There's no, no. And I mean, they have a pool too, which it was like, I was like, what is Moraine this? Moraine has a pool? Yeah, they have a pool. Where? Um, it's in the fit rack. Really? You go all the way to the right, I believe, like by the by the locker room. Oh wait, I do know <laughs> that they had a pool. I remember I tried using it one time and they kicked me out because there was like some class going on. Yeah, but I think that's. And I never only, went back. I think the only reason they have that pool is for like swimming lessons. But you know, it would be nice to have like a swim team. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, I remember like I was. I, this was back last semester when I was using their gym a little bit, mm -hmm. and I like <laughs> like walked to use the washroom and. Uh, I was like, there's a pool here? Like, there's mm -hmm. people swimming in there? Where's the team? Like, come <laughs> on. Like, And so, like, I think uh, swimming is going to be one of those things where it's like, again, like, if you haven't done it for so long, you're just kind of, I feel like I'm just going to kind of forget about it. Yeah. Hopefully, what ha like, hopefully, maybe I can get, like, involved in a team when I, like, transfer to a different school, wherever that may be. I don't know yet, but that would be nice. That would Yeah, be have you kept up with it? Like, do you go to a pool and swim? No. I don't. <laughs> so yeah. that's another thing. But mm -hmm. like, because the gym I go to, um, 
they don't have like a pool or anything. They, they have massage beds, of course. Like most, That's good. Most gyms have that. Not, not the same as swimming, but It's not, still. yeah, they don't have a pool. But the place I used to go, um, I used to go to the Tinley Park Park District. And, yeah. you know, they have a pool there. And I used to really like that because, you know, I would do like a really quick, like, it was sort of structured like a practice where you do like four laps for a yeah. warm up. And then you go into like kick sets and whatever, whatnot. Mm-hmm. But then they, when COVID hit, they started doing appointments for it. So I'm like, ah, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. And then eventually, they raised their prices to like thirty five dollars a month per person for mm-hmm. the gym. And my dad was like, Yeah, we're not doing this because of course I don't pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> which I don't, I don't mind. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, he was like, Yeah, we're not doing this anymore. So now. Initially, I, I switched over to Planet Fitness, but then they got all mad at me for the masks because I would have it like a little below my nose. Really? And it was like the same girl, mm-hmm. um, and she would always like nag me about it. She'd be like, "Put your mask up," and I'd put it up, and then it'd be a little down again because I, I would do like the stair climber. It's like it's it's so hard to do, oh my, especially cardio yeah. with a mask, like. That's I, what made me stop going to public gyms. I don't understand that. Like, I can understand, I guess, like, if you're benching or, like, doing something that's not as, like, intense. Mm-hmm. But cardio, and I've seen a few people, even in the gym I go to now, that, like, do cardio with a mask. I'm like, how are you not, like, about to, like, faint and, like, die inside? <laughs> yeah, I remember I tried doing it, like, three times. And I was like, you know, I'm going to go buy some weights. I'm going to lift at home, you know. Yeah, and especially um, Planet Fitness. I don't know if it's like this everywhere, but they don't have, the one I went to at least, didn't have like a bench, mm-hmm. like a normal bench. They had the Smith machine where it was yeah. like the assisted. The assisted And they, don't, they also don't have a squat rack. So it's like, well, what am I supposed to do here? Well, I, there was the cables, there was mm-hmm. the, um, the dumbbells, like the mm-hmm. free weights or whatever, and then there was the stair climber. And I was like, oh, this is great. And so I actually, like I lost a bit of weight doing that. And then following that, eventually I, I ended up getting a job at a nursery near my house. And like I was really fit, Fitbit heavy from like in Christmas of 2020, my mom got me a, a Fitbit. Mm-hmm. And so from that, like from when I got it, I ended up paying $100 for this um, this app that like tracks your steps and all, all that. And you can oh, like, really? post stuff to the community and stuff. That's cool. Just to, ho- you know, to hook up the Fitbit on yeah. it. Yeah. So I did that. And then, you know, like I was going crazy with that. Like I, if I didn't have, you know, 20,000 steps, I would go out, like (laughs) just walk around the neighborhood until I had 20,000 steps. And at the nursery, I mean, I was averaging like 30 to 35,000 steps a day, which is like an insane amount. So I ended up losing like 40, 50 pounds doing that. And it was kind of, I feel like it was a little unhealthy at a point because I was down mm-hmm. to like one, around 190 or, or so. Yeah. But um, I was like, I was really skinny and I, you know, I, I would just get really exhausted mm-hmm. really fast. And eventually what ended up happening was like when the, um, when it started getting, getting into like the winter, the winter months and it started raining or I guess spring into winter um, or summer into winter. Yeah. And it started fall into winter, my bad. <laughs> You're um, and it's, you know, it started raining a lot. They would make me go inside the greenhouse mm-hmm. and pull weeds all day. And I was like, I am not doing this. Like I'm, you know, you're working me like a freaking horse. Yeah. Like, I am not going to pick weeds all day. 
and have you pay me like minimum wage. And I just thought that was ridiculous. So yeah. eventually um, I ended up quitting uh, there. And they all, you know, another thing they would make me do is they would have me go out with um, these other people in like a big truck. Yeah. It was like a big um, pickup truck and they would load um, plants to plant at people's houses. So like giant oh. trees and so there were some smaller ones, but yeah. for the most part it was these really big trees and they would make me go with and it was so exhausting like trying to get that wow. big thing first you would have to get it like off the truck somehow so mm -hmm. they, would, they would usually put like a tire down and then they would just drop it onto the tire and then but then you'd have to like get it get it up on the cart and push it over and mm -hmm. then you'd have to like get it into the ground and it was just really tiring i'm like overall it was just it was not worth it anymore so i, yeah. just, I ended up quitting like i was there was a few days i had breakdowns in like the bathroom where i was like yeah I it doesn't crying. sound like a good job. It was I, not. It's weird because I would, on my way to my warehouse job that I used to work at, I would pass a nursery and passing it, I would always be like, man, I always wanted to work at a nursery. <laughs> or like a, mm -hmm, no. like, you know how we have all these forest reserves here? I've always wanted to be on the forest reserve thing because uh -huh. I've always loved nature. Right. You know, I love being outside. I love camping. That's like my vacation. I always go camping. Yeah. You know, I've been pretty much all over the Midwest You camping. know, the nursery, it wasn't terrible at first because, you know, at first, there was a lot of people tipping and mm -hmm. I mean I think at one point I got like a 20 there was like people uh, consistently putting in like $20 tips and wow. w what we would do was there would be like all the bags of rock and if a customer would order you know a certain amount of that rock we would load that many bags into their car and you know every once in a while they would tip us and at first like mm -hmm. it was like $20 $10 at a was time. Was that split between all of you or just you? Whoever would load it in. Yeah. So if there was two people loading in, we'd split it. Otherwise, I could just keep the whole thing. Still, that's an extra ten bucks. Yeah, it was yeah. really nice. And there, you know, on a I was averaging like fifty dollars a day in extra tips on top of. I was like, this is kind of worth it. And then as things started going on, like that just stopped. Like people stopped tipping, and there were customers that were getting mad at me for like, because one the one customer was like, why are you th you better not throw that into my car? I'm like. What do you like? I there's like you ordered like 15 bags. Like I gotta do this quick. Carry like, it all gonna, to your house. <laughs> I'm not gonna like slowly like just like lift it in there yeah. and like take my pre sweet precious time. Like come on. Mm -hmm. And so and yeah, that was another part of it. So like, it's like half customer service, half physical labor, and it's just not a good yeah, combo. Yeah, it, it just did yeah. not end up working very well. Exactly. And another thing, the last thing that I really did not like was when they made me change out the the signs on the marquee or yeah. whatever and oh my goodness like it was so high up and i was like this the first oh, time i ever yeah. tried doing it the ladder was like tilting and i was oh, at, near the top of it i was like today is not the, not a good yeah. day to die <laughs> yeah not a good day to die so um, i used to have to do that when i worked for white castle because white castle would have a, oh, yeah. a sign and mm -hmm. that's right next i worked at the one in bridgeview and so it was right next to harlem like and i was on a ladder right next to harlem <laughs> and i was changing like our deals like hey we got the black bean burger back. <laughs> uh, worst job oh no, yeah my, easily. yeah no the nursery is right off of uh the one i was working on was right off of harlem too yeah um so that was a little scary too but um like after I did it that first time and it was wobbling, like every time they would ask me to do it, I would like freak out. And mm -hmm. this one time, this one of the people, my I guess coworkers was, um, he like offered to do it. But after that, it would be me, me to do it every time. And 
uh, eventually I got like comfortable a little bit with doing it. So it was like not that big of a deal, but like when I was like younger, I guess. Yeah. I had a I there I had a little bit of like a, a fear of heights, but I feel like that's gone gone away quite a bit. But obviously not completely, because you mm-hmm. know I returned there and I was like, oh god, Jesus, <laughs> like yeah. don't let me fall. Yeah, that yeah. definitely killed my fear of heights. Was doing that <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so yeah, that's cool. Well, I think that's a good spot to end off. All right, all right. Thanks for coming on today, Nick. Uh, it was great talking to you. You too. All right.